Hey, DW Co. Show listeners, just wanted you to know that this podcast was recorded last Friday before the Sunday election projection of Joe Biden as our president-elect. Enjoy the show. Every time. Derek, it's been a heck of a week, dude. I haven't gotten any work done all week. Is that true? It's not completely true, but it's been a very distracting week. (laughs) I think it's been difficult to do work this week. Uh, Clearly, the election is going on. Looks like the election's almost over at this point, but it's been going on all week, and I don't really need to know. I understand why everyone's watching the vote. Uh, tally so closely, but I am not counting the votes. <laughs> like, just tell me when the yeah. votes are decided. Like, this is way. I, I like I said, I understand why, but it's way too much. I, like, you can't get away from this messaging right now. You can't get away from election talk. Yeah, we're just ready for some results. It's everywhere. I just like to know so that I can move on to the next thing and build my contingency plan of life with a different or same president. You know, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, you know, if you listen to the show last week, you heard our Washington correspondent, Chuck Greeson, uh, out in Washington, D.C., talking a little bit about what he's seen. He's actually on the ground right now, um, right in the center of all of this, uh, taking photos. I just saw a comment from him come across on Periscope. But uh, follow Chuck Greeson on Twitter because he is literally taking photos from the ground it's and video it's pretty uh, pretty fascinating stuff yeah that was a pretty fun interview i hope <laughs> hope people got a little insight into who chuck is chuck has been a pretty fun person on our show and on our on our radio show especially and you know he'll play some pretty fun parts to the show once we're out of outside of a pandemic and kind of have that man on the street so that was, it was pretty fun yeah but, but uh yeah man what's uh what's going on in your world well, we're doing something, you know, we're, I'm fried. I'm fried. It's fried Friday, right? Like just like everyone else. And um, yeah. so I, I think, you know, I'm doing fine, but this is, this is open line Friday. Uh, if you have anything to talk about other, if you're, if you're watching or listening, whether it be on Facebook or Twitter or Periscope or Mixcloud, if you have anything you want us to chalk, talk about, uh, we're, we'll talk about it today. This is fried Friday, open line Friday. Um, and we want to hear from you. So as long as it's not election related, I, I'm not an election expert. Looks like there's about five. This is the only place you can go and not hear election talk for a little while. Uh, we do have a little election talk uh, in a minute, but nothing, nothing big. So open line Friday, open line Friday. Hit me, hit Derek with your topics. I don't care what it is. We'll talk about it. I can handle it. Derek, do you feel ready to handle it? I feel ready to handle it. I just shared it to uh, my Facebook page and, you know, I'm hoping that we get some of our friends to comment something except the election, anything but the election. We are all getting blasted with election stuff right now. Let's talk about something cooler. (laughs) Yeah. So if you're just joining us, this is, this is a special edition of the DW Co show. This is a non-election open line Friday. We will talk about, we will give you our opinions and we will discuss any topic you want to discuss, all you got to do is hit us up in the in the chat. So Chuck is asking, is it open line Friday? And indeed it is. <laughs> you know, I have to say, though, I like Friday 
Uh, some people have been following along with us as we have waded into the waters of building a gingerbread house. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so if you if you've uh, been listening, you know. But if you haven't, we uh, have been tapped. Eric and I have been tapped to lead the building of a Jacksonville themed gingerbread house to be displayed at the Jacksonville Historical Society. We're doing this with our friends at the Downtown Cha- uh, Council, the Chamber of Commerce, and we've been put in charge of this. But um, I mean, I'm that's excited. your expertise, right, dude? I had to ask. How, where do you get the stuff to make a ginger? I don't know. I don't know thing one about making a gingerbread house. Like literally, I, I'm not kidding when I say I'm not totally sure what gingerbread is. Like I know it's a food. I could not. I don't know where it comes from or anything like that. So our first, I think our first three questions were, "What is gingerbread?" <laughs> Two is like, "What? How do you make a gingerbread house? How does that work?" And then three, like. You know, where do you buy those things? Those are, and those are pretty ground level. But you know, I have to say, you know who came through on the buying thing? Let's Publix. Apparently yeah, Publix you can just cool, go man. to Publix and they'll give you everything that you need for, um, to build a, um, to build a gingerbread house. So. Yeah. Publix is pretty clutch. Uh, that's where I shop for my groceries and, uh, just really quality produce. Really fresh. Yeah, and uh, I think they're going to help us bring a, around some victory on this uh, gingerbread house. So there's a lot of good ideas from that meeting this morning. You want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to share the ideas. We've got a committee of about six people, and it's a pretty stacked uh, committee. If you're familiar with Manifest Distilling, oh, go ahead, bud. Uh, there, I was going to say, you know, we, we can talk about it in two weeks after we have won, oh, or yeah. I guess it'd be three weeks from now. It, the votes will come in. No mail-in ballots on this one. It's all in-person voting, I believe. All in-person voting. Uh, at the Jacksonville Historical Society. Right. <laughs> uh, but we will give an update on that in the future. It's just we have to build it. Maybe you'll see some photos along the way, but that's where we're at. And I got to remind everyone of something right now about this gingerbread house. A gingerbread house and winning a gingerbread house competition. only thing I know about gingerbread houses, it's not about the best gingerbread house. It's about the most votes. So what I'm asking you are legions of DW Co. fans, and I'm talking in the thousands, hundreds of thousands here. Uh, I'm asking you, you, will you please go to the Jacksonville Historical Society and make your voice heard for Darren and Derek's downtown council gingerbread house? Make your voice heard. It's probably the most important gingerbread election in our lifetimes. And we're going to need your votes. Uh, thoughts, Derek? May never get this chance again, I'm telling you. <laughs> this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It is annually, but, you know, say we don't win. Uh, how high is our interest for the next year? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to keep it on brand. I have to tell you, though, man, on the topic of gingerbread houses, um, I... Uh, I've been like a, I've been like a piece of crap this week. I have not been taking care of myself. I've eaten poor. One day earlier this week, I ate three takeout meals. I had a bagel and coffee in the morning. I had Wendy's and Whataburger. I, literally, Man. one that was election day. So, which one was your favorite of the three? Hmm. Oh, that's a good question. So, let me tell hmm. you first. The first thing I had was a sweet bagel from hmm. Community Loaves here in uh, Murray Hill. 
And the Community Loves Bagel is made with like all homemade ingredients, blueberries. Oh, so good. So that was pretty good. I went pretty quick and dirty with my Wendy's and my Whataburger. I got a honey barbecue chicken sandwich and a number one. I'm going to say that the Whataburger was a little better. I got a little larger um, chocolate shake. I feel so lucky that there's Whataburgers here in Jacksonville, to be honest with you. They're not everywhere in Florida. So to have one is kind of a special thing for a Texas guy, I guess. I'm really grateful for that, too. I really like Whataburger. It's, um, you know, my order of Whataburger every time. Patty Melt. And when it's there, root beer shake. When it's not there, Dr. Pepper shake. You know, and sometimes onion rings or something like that. But, like, yeah, that, that like, gets my spirit really high. I don't see a lot of people with Whataburger orders going all over the board. Most people have an order that they seem to stick to. I've, I want a number one and number seven. You know, McDonald's for me is a free-for-all. I don't know what I'm getting. I'm going to see what they've got. Mm-hmm. Whataburger, I'm kind of hitting. You know, Jessica likes, I, th- I believe it's a number seven plain and dry with cheese. Um, so, yeah, I think I hear what you're saying. I'm right there with you. I'm either number one or the patty melt, either one. I hear what mm-hmm. you're saying. Sometimes they have a cool special, like a queso burger or something like that, but I don't know. What, but Whataburger's cool. And also, Whataburger doesn't have a great reputation with Florida people. I've asked a lot of people what they think of Whataburger, and they're not big fans of it. They think that like Burger King and Wendy's, usually it's, usually it's Whataburger versus Wendy's. I'm more on the Whataburger side than Wendy's. I like Wendy's. I think Burger King is a last place fast food joint mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, me too. Which Burger King is from Florida, correct? Lee Burger King's from Miami, if I remember mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. I like I Wendy's. Right. I'll go to a Wendy's. I get a grilled chicken sandwich there. I always get a Frosty. Always get a Frosty at Wendy's. I think that's always the um, agreeable point with Wendy's is whether you're a fan of their food or not, there's always a Frosty in play. Yeah. Jessica got me in the Frosty Club a few years ago. You paid like, I don't know, it was like 10 bucks. It was like a donation. And then you got free Frosties for a year. I was a psychopath with that stuff. I was going crazy with, with Frosties. You want to know the best thing about having like an awesome mom that um, loves doing desserts? She makes homemade Frosties for you. So that's what we, we grew up on homemade Frosties. My mom went to the, the depths of the internet, stole that recipe, and she's been remixing it since I've been alive. So can you make them? I'd have to ask her for the recipe, but yeah, I don't think it'd be very hard. We, well, we, 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 you know how we do it is, uh, you know, homemade ice cream is a very... Um, it's tradition in our family. That's very uh, you, true. Yeah. You would agree? Okay. Oh, I mean, every family reunion. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so she takes that and she takes that recipe and does it a homemade style for the Frosty. Yeah. Um, and it just, oh, man, she she kind of blows Wendy's out of the water. Man, your, your mom, Holly, that's a heck of a lady right there. She's my cousin, but I'm a fan. <laughs> you know, well, you kind of get, you know, with the frosty thing, you get unlimited frosties and stuff. So it's, it's fun. It's good. Derek time for work soundtracks as always, uh, work soundtracks this week. I think we've kind of already hit on it, but our work soundtrack is the news, right? I mean, have you, you said you haven't even really listened to much music this week. No, still haven't. It's been news in the background. I finally kind of turned off the news yesterday and yeah was like these numbers are not moving um <laughs> i'll just wait for the official update when i get it so music has been kind of off for the first few days it was all news i stayed up kind of late on tuesday night and was not worth it apparently <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thinking thinking i would have an answer or at least a lead on what who was gonna win this but no nah, man it's been news it's been all news yeah 
I hear what you're saying. You know, so obviously we have to talk about the election in some extent. Um, neither of us are political experts, so don't expect any real insight here. However, Derek, you can kind of set this up for us, but earlier this week, we actually made a prediction on the election, and now we want to see if it's going to come true or not, correct? Yeah, you were kind of brought up the question of like, who do you think is going to win? I don't want to hear who you want to win. Right. I'm not going to tell you who I want to win, but who do you think, based on the results and the research you've seen, who do you think is going to win? So we we briefly talked about that, and then we figured, you know what? It's come down to a coin flip. Let's let fate decide who is going to win this presidency. And so that is what we're about to uh, about to show here. So I have this here, this pre-recorded video from earlier this week. Hopefully this works. If it doesn't, please let us know in the comments. Our first time doing pre-recorded video. However, let's give it a shot. And this is Derek and I earlier this week doing a coin flip to figure out who will win the presidency. Let's see if we were right. <laughs> I like that. All right, here we are. So we are going to flip to, to predict who wins this presidency here on November 3rd, 2020, election night. In time is it? Craziest year ever at 5.11 p.m. Okay. East Coast time, baby. EST. We're closing in two hours here in Florida. So it's coming up, and we're having a discussion on who we think is going to win, not who we want to win, but who we just plan out who we think is going to win. So we've come to the point that we need to flip for it. And so we've uh, grabbed a Pennsylvania quarter out of my collection. An important swing state. And... How long, how long have you been how long have you been collecting state quarters, Derek? Ah, you know, I um I I don't I don't really necessarily keep them for a collection purpose. I do have a collection back home with my parents and stuff like that, but I just keep I just store them up as I use cash and stuff and then go deposit them and get more cash. So uh, there's no significance to the quarters that I do have. So because we were looking for we were looking for a Florida quarter and I I I failed to present that in front of the audience they're hard to find they're hard to find yeah uh, yeah for sure so i had too many wyoming and, and delaware quarters and those are lame they don't even look cool on the back delaware would be a biased quarter okay well the delaware one has a big crane on it which is cool but anyways okay so here we are it's about time to flip donald j trump is going to be on the head side since he currently holds the office right tails is going to be joe biden both Washington and Trump have unusual hair, so that fits. Hmm, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, are you ready to flip? Derek will be doing the flip. I will be monitoring the flip to ensure its fairness. Okay. Derek, let you. me know when you're ready for me to monitor sure. the flip. Rules for the flip are going to be hand and screen, yes. flip, catch, and flip over onto the top hand, just like playground rules, and show you the quarter. I think that's perfect. Okay, great. Eric, right. are you ready? Sure, I'm ready. This decides the fate of the universe. Here we go. Yep. Let me know when to flip. Flip it. I dropped it. Is there a reflip? Is there a reflip? What do we do? Don't look at it. Don't look at it. I haven't looked at it. We didn't make a contingency plan. <laughs> what do we do? Room for error. I think just, just, I've been, it has to be caught. I think that's a foul ball. Okay. Here's a reflip. Here we go. Okay. Try to catch it this time, Derek. Yeah. I want me to call the flip. I got it right here. Oh yeah. You call it. You call it. Flip. We'll count it. All right. Yeah. 
on top of the hand. Yep. Looks like it. I can't see it. What do we got? Oh. Looks like a Biden. It's tails. A Biden win on the coin flip. Pennsylvania decided it. Now, Pennsylvania what is decides it. Okay. The win. We'll see if we're right. Derek? Sure. That's pretty posted. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I, you know, I, if, if, if in reality something happens crazy with Pennsylvania, which there's speculation that it will be a highly monitored state through this election and valuable to each candidate, um, it'd be interesting if our choice of this coin and what it landed on predicted the future. I don't know. This we'll is see highly valuable. We'll see what happens. All right, man. Roll tide. See you later. <laughs> hey i have to tell you re-watching that it's it's kind of prophetic you're muted buddy sorry did you say pathetic no prophet <laughs> prophetic <laughs> I was like, I know my, I know my coin flipping skills are pathetic. Your coin flip was definitely pathetic, <laughs> but I'm saying it was a Pennsylvania quarter. It's the, the race is coming down to Pennsylvania and Biden won. Wow. We may be the new, uh, Nate Silver. You know, we, we, uh, we, we are higher ed consultants first, but the, the political spectrum is coming into play as a, for us as consultants. Yeah. Um, You've heard of Nate Silver. We're Nate Quarter. <laughs> oh, man. Time for Shelly's Song of the Week. Derek, Shelly's Song of the Week, uh, kind of a popular segment. Uh, we were actually getting some feedback on, we did not include Shelly's Song of the Week last week, and uh, I think you heard about it. Yeah, I had a friend... Uh, say, oh, I love Shelly's Song of the Week, and she tuned in for the show last week, and uh, we didn't play it, and she texted me immediately and was like, oh my gosh, I'm so upset that Shelly doesn't have a song this week. Uh, so um, We've got one this week, though, so you know we're coming back with some good news. I would really like it. The thing that's sort of killing me with Shelly is that she never gives me something that I can pronounce as a name, and I don't take the time to actually look up the pronunciation. So the name I've got here is Christelle... Bofale? Bofale? I think it's Bofale. Bofale? I didn't I've never it. heard of her, but yeah, that's my guess. I'm looking forward to this. It looks like it's going to be a really cool song, but um, I, I don't even, I don't know the name or anything. So once again, we'll play a few seconds of this song and then Derek and I will review it and uh, we will give it a score. Derek, do you feel ready to review Shelly's Song of the Week? Per usual, I have not listened to this song yet and I'm ready All for right. a review. Let's do it. Liking those guitars. Right up front, I'm liking so, those guitars. Me too. A lot of, lot of guitar. A lot of guitar. I'm, I'm liking that. Should I move it forward to some lyrics? Go for it, yeah. I really like what I'm hearing so far. So far, I'm liking it.
feel like I gotta find a chorus. Yeah, I'm liking that. I feel like I gotta find a chorus here or something. Hold on. I think it was about to drop. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, not quite. Maybe move it a little more forward. Pretty, pretty forward in it. Hold on, let me try this. Let me see. I think this is it. All right, the song is Origami Dreams. It's Shelly's Song of the Week. Christelle Bofale, we think. Correct that if you want. Derek, immediate thoughts. You don't have to rate it yet, but but you said you're digging it? I'm digging it. I really like the uh, intro. Um, soft drums, soft guitar. Uh, feels really nice. You know, it's kind of been overcast in Jacksonville for the last few days and will be for the next few days. And I feel like this is a really good mood for the kind of uh, overcast beachy yeah. kind of feel. And I think that matches that mood. So I, I really like it at this point in time right now. Um, but it sounds, sounds cool. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with it. I got a, a comment from one of our, our select subscriber, Chuck. He said he was really digging uh, Shelly's music. She always has great taste. I agree with that. As much as we give Shelly a hard time, she has awesome songs and uh, I, I like it. This is right in line of the type of music I like, though, to be honest with you. I also just got another comment as well that said, Shelly's Song of the Week, greater sign, greater sign. Yeah. Uh, so they they were approving of it as well. So <laughs> it sounds like we got four people that are big into it this week. And I'm going to rate it a 9 out of 10. I, I, I just had this emotional connection right away with it. Yeah, I'm going to, and you know, I'm going to rate it a 9. I'm going to rate it a 9 out of 10, too. And I think part of that emotional connection is I think when you and I first moved to Jacksonville and we were starting the the company, and we were going out to the mm -hmm. beach and planning a lot. I just feel like this sound was like the soundtrack for that, you know, like that mm -hmm. kind of beachy, guitar-y kind of sound uh, yeah. really was kind of a big part of our, our early days. You know, one of my favorite things to do is to cruise down A1A, just on the down beach from, 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 <laughs> from, from Atlantic Beach down to Jack's Beach. I just like, it's just nice to cruise down there, windows down, and kind of have a song like that just playing you know, really loud and you've kind of just got wind coming in and hitting you in the hair and the face and you're just like I don't know feels like life is really good it just seems like one of those songs would have been on that playlist that we formed that had that same kind of mood yeah you know and I think um I think of you cruising down a1a or even like um right along the beach with your longboard a la the Fleetwood mm -hmm. Mac guy <laughs> you know like listening to this song it's like a gift that just repeats of Derek yeah. So, all right. Absolutely. So, Shelly's song of the week, a big win. Uh, nine out of 10 for me, uh, nine out of 10 from Derek, and also lots of the audience responding to that. Remember, as always, if you want to work and listen to uh, D White and Co., we actually stream over on Mixcloud, mixcloud.com slash Radio. You can go to the live channel, which is running every day from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. You can hear Shelly's songs of the week. You can hear all of our music that we're playing. And Quite frankly, that's a pretty fun place to be. There's a lot of good chat and a lot of exciting things happening, no? Yeah, <laughs> it's my favorite channel. <laughs> Just like the rest of the album. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Best country song I ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the rest of them. Derek, <laughs> it's time for the promo. You're taking a two-week quarantine from promo, so I'll knock this one out. And, you know, I'm going to tell you, I think I'm going to do this promo... Uh, to actually just promo what we have to talk about next, which is our open line Friday. What do you think? Yeah, that's great. You know, the audience is really in for a, a treat because you just gave a promo with no mu background that's music right. to the Mixcloud channel. And now we're going to move into a new promo, much shorter with a little bit of spice to it. So I like it. Yeah. Tell, tell us, tell the, tell the, tell our friends where we're going. 
Guys, we want to hear from you. It's Open Line Friday. Any non-election topic we're talking about, just hit us up in the chat right now. I thought that was pretty good. What do you think? That was sick. Derek, we've already got some topics for Open Line Friday. I want to hop right into them. The first one is for you. Derek, you know I'm not much of a football guy, but people in our uh, Twitter crowd are asking, Derek, who do you have as an outcome for the Cowboys-Steelers game? Is that a joke? I don't know. Is that a real question? <laughs> I, what, what does that mean? You have to give me context for that. What are you you're just I, like, I'm getting into it. I'm okay, getting into okay, it. Sorry. The Cowboys are in a rough spot this year. Obviously, Dak Prescott's out. Their defense was projected to be one of the better ones, but maybe not the best defense. And they are have had several injuries and are out and just like it's rough. We're we're now going to start a guy that has taken six NFL snaps in four or five years or something like that. So, so you're saying they're going to lose? Yeah. So they're going to lose. And also Pittsburgh is the only undefeated team left in the NFL or no, sorry. They're one of the only uh, undefeated teams left in the NFL right now. So I, I'm just not seeing a lot of hope on the Cowboys end unless Ezekiel Elliott has some incredible rushing game. Yeah. And I think the Cowboys are going to lose too. So I think that goes uh, right along with what you're saying. <laughs> is that, is that, is that, is that a biased answer or I don't is that think like a, a, I'm against the Cowboys type answer. Or are I'm, you just, you know, actually looking into the analytics? Okay. First and foremost, I want to say something and I want to make this clear. I'm against the Cowboys. I'm against the Cowboys. I'm always against the Cowboys. If you're a Cowboys fan, I want you to know, I will personally drive to your house. I will knock on the door with a mask on. It's a pandemic. And I will, you will open the door. You'll say, good morning. I'll say Cowboys suck. And I'll just walk off like this. Like the barbecue freedom guy. Um, I'm telling you, I just am not a Cowboys fan. But that being said, the data backs me up. The Cowboys are losers. They're a loser team. They've, they've been a loser team, Derek, your entire life. And everyone acts, every Cowboys fan, oh, this is the year. We, what do you think, we'll go undefeated? Do you think we'll go undefeated and win the Super Bowl? And you know what they do every year? Nothing! They're only slightly better than the Jaguars. They're only better than the Jaguars because of their facilities. That's all it is. The Cowboys are terrible. They're going to lose. They're going to be 8-8 eight and eight for the rest of their lives. Those of you who are Cowboys fans are going to have to live with it. The Jacksonville Jaguars will win a Super Bowl before the Cowboys do. The Jacksonville Jaguars will. I have a I have a notes um, per, uh, for predictions from friends and stuff. We always do yeah, updated yeah, yeah. predictions every once in a while. Sometimes they're political. Sometimes they're just in like sports and stuff like that. I'm going to put you on there. Sure. Jaguars will win a Super Bowl before the Cowboys. The Jaguars are not at. a good team. Friday, November 6th at 1227. I, mark my words. The Jaguars are not a good team. That's not what I'm saying. But as a Marlins fan, I can tell you, here's what happens. Every couple of years, a team like that just randomly catches fire. The same way that they did with the Patriots a few years ago. They lost to the Patriots in the uh, conference game. They catch fire. All of a sudden, they're hot. They never win again for another 10 years. And the Cowboys are going to be sitting on the sidelines trying to change the tires on their bus. That's my prediction. Hmm. I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. (laughs) I, I, I do know. I'm a little hesitant right now because I'm going to have to do a lot of explaining to my dad for the allegations that you just made because he's diehard for Bring the Cowboys. 
Bring Danny Boy on. <laughs> I will talk to your dad about this, and I will convert him. I will convert him from his his wrong-sided ideas about the Cowboys. I will fix that for you and your You know family. what's funny about that is that he, he would be saying the same thing. He's like, you know what? Why don't you come to the front door? Put a mask on. Once you step in, you'll be a Cowboys fan before you leave. I trust me. I think you're right. I think once right. once my parents feed you and you know you get you know get you some of that Wendy's frosty homemade frosty, it's kind of hard to turn away from from being a Cowboys fan. To be honest. You know I got to tell you something. So that actually leads us right into our next topic. One more topic for Open Line Friday. Then we'll call it a day. Got a note here from Curtis saying Mama Reeves is uh, pretty amazing. I think the topic here is Mama Reeves. Uh, I feel more comfortable calling her Holly. To be honest with you, I don't. I'm not sure. a fan of Mama Reeves, but. Uh, you know, I'll convert Big Dan. I, I see people saying in the comments, I'm not going to convert uh, Derek's dad, but I will. Um, <laughs> but Mama Reeves, I, I want to tell you yeah. something. Your mom, uh, a lot of people don't know this. I'll talk about, I've known, I've known Derek's mom longer than he has. And uh, Derek's parents are educators. It's a good fit for him to be in the higher ed branding space. No, I mean, they both are our teachers. When I was a kid, Holly, uh, Holly is the queen of engaging fun games. She's the queen of puzzles. I mean, like she does, she does so many cool things, but then again, you actually lived with her. You've got it. I mean, that's what my childhood was, was a lot of game. We had game nights galore. My family's big on Farkle. They're big on Skipbo. They're big on puzzles. What is Skip? Uh, uh, Skipbo, uh, had a little sound issue there did you have that on your side too let me bring Derek back on air for a minute he seems to have had an audio cut uh listen I'm going to tell you a little bit about Derek Derek and his brother Eric and the Reeves family and their sister Jessica hold on let's see if I can bring him back on Derek, you there? Turn that sound on, buddy. Time for Derek's clicks. I'll, I'll bring Derek back on in a second because uh, he's solving those issues. But that being said, the issue at hand is, of course, Derek's mom. Derek, are you back? I don't know why this always happens at this time. Maybe we need to find a new schedule for this show so we're not having this issue, bud. Huh? Audience loves this. There's always a point right, in the show that. where... <laughs> so what happened there? What happens there? Why do you just... I never understand that. Every week for like 15 or 30 random seconds, you're just in... It's just like in space. What is that? We got to figure that out. I'm not sure. I just think it, you know, maybe it is the network connection. Yeah, maybe get an Ethernet. We I keep forgetting to grab that whenever I'm over at your house. <laughs> Make our show a lot smoother, you know, for those watching live. We can definitely yeah. fix it on the podcast, but all right. Sorry for the cutout. <laughs> Weird. I was yeah. on a good streak of having great network connection today and I just went down. You know, it's okay. Yes, sir. Anyways. Quick rules to Skipbo. Skipbo cards are numbered 1 through 12, all right? You want to uh, line those cards up in the slots that they go 1, literally just to 12. You have 5 cards in a hand, and then you have a deck of 20. All right, 
The deck of 20 has one card flipped over on the top. You want to use that card. It's the most important card of the game. You want to get rid of your 20 cards in your deck. Your hand really does not even matter that much. So you're going to play those as much as you can. Your deck is supposed to complement what card is on top of that deck. And then you can move through the game pretty quickly. Once that deck's full up to 12, you flip it over and then you start over buried back to one. So I'll have to show you, bring it over. It's a, it's a, you know, a big game in our family. And, uh, there's a set that, uh, the I think Marlon, uh, our, my uncle, um, another one of your cousins, uh, made a bunch of them for us, and we play it on the set. And I think actually, um, uh, Tom White was one of the first ones to make um, a Skipbo set. My grandfather, the, the Skipbo set. Yeah, so you may you may recognize it whenever you see it, but you may have just not played it in a long they time. They used to play a game called Wahoo a lot. Um, which was, uh, Ooh, I don't, yeah, I don't it know. had to do with like marbles and stuff, but okay. So who usually wins Skipbo in the Reeves household? I'm good at Skipbo. Eric is really good at Skipbo. My mom's good at Skipbo. Uh, I would say, uh, Eric probably wins the most board games. He went, he wins Monopoly every year. He somehow pulls out Skipbo a lot. Um, my mom's probably the best at Farkle, I would say, but, uh, you know, I would say Eric is the overarching lucky guy in our house he somehow sneaks out a win all the time it doesn't See, make any sense because i feel like i should kind of be the best at it. i feel like i'm just intellectually the best at games but eric is i have to tell you eric is a fearsome competitor er, that's eric, i think eric i'm more on the strategy you. side and he's just like direct approach but like it always works out for him eric is like general william sherman from the civil war he's just slashing he's just going through I, you can see it in his eyes Eric has got he's got the 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 smoldering intensity that would win Skippo in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, he's got that. He's pretty spot on, but you know, but yeah. So that's one aspect of how great Mama Reeves is. She's uh she's awesome. I've never heard one bad thing about her from her former students or anything like that, which is cool. Uh, she definitely fattened me up with me living in that house. Lots of incredible desserts, including peanut butter pie. Uh, the, her cheesecakes are a little bit different from a traditional cheesecake. They're a little bit more like a pie. They're a little more, um, a little, a little more gooey, I guess you could say. Um, not as firm and they're just really, really tart and delicious. Um, and then there's chocolate. I don't know. I could go on and on. There's so many things that I wish I still lived there at times because I don't know how to make those things myself, but uh, yeah, do you all there's see- some great things about my that I love. She's also super supportive through all of my sports and has been a great uh, nurturer to me of growing me into this, uh, you know, very presentable professional young man. <laughs> you know, Derek, I, I think what we need to do is a segment that is you learning how to cook all of these things or bake them like the family recipes, because first of all, the, the early attempts will probably be disasters and that'll be funny. And then also, I just think it's kind of interesting in a way, like you can learn some of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good. You know, maybe this gingerbread is kind of like a Kickstarter <laughs> gingerbread house that we're building. It's kind of a Kickstarter to get me in the, the mindset. And then, then I'm going to dig into the family recipes. Maybe we could <laughs> talk a little bit more on that. I'd love to, I like cooking and I'd love to know how to do those things, especially uh, maybe one day when I've got kids too, and got to provide for a family and stuff. I'd love, definitely love to provide some sweet desserts. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, on that note, we'll call it a day. Uh, as we always do, we're going to head out the door with uh, on-brand, off-brand. But I have to say, normally I like to hit that um, that final theme, and I'll do that in a second. But this is our on-brand, off-brand. I'm just going to play a second of it, if that's cool. Yeah. 
know that. Yeah, it's been a long night and the mirror's telling me to go home. But it's been a long time since I felt this good so, on my own. Hold on, let me turn this down a little. So what you're listening to here is Edge of Midnight, a remix with uh, Miley Cyrus and... Um, well, I believe you referred to as Miley Ray Cyrus earlier. Um, and um, this is with Stevie Nicks, correct? Yep. So it's kind of taking a mix of uh, Stevie Nicks' Edge of Seventeen song and then Miley Cyrus's Midnight Sky, forming the ultimate Edge of Midnight song. Um, what, <laughs> what, are your th- what are your thoughts off the top of the head? Well, I, we literally just ran across this just recently, and I'm, I'm still forming what I think. Yeah, I like it. I think um, I like Edge of Seventeen. I got a little story on that. So the okay. song that it's uh, 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 sampling is Edge of Seventeen by Stevie Nicks. Okay, so where did the title Edge of Seventeen come from? Do you know? I don't know. Okay, I'll tell you. So, so, so Stevie Nicks was very, very good friends with Tom Petty's wife, Jane. Jane was from Gainesville, Florida, just like Tom. They married at a very young age. I want to say they married right after high school or somewhere around there. Jane became, like I said, very good friends with Stevie Nicks after uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers got famous. And they were having a conversation about Tom and when they met. And Jane, in her deep Gainesville, Florida accent, said that she met Tom at the age of 17. And Stevie Nicks misheard that as the edge of 17. And she thought it was such a great phrase, the edge of 17, that she used it in the song. So there you go. So now, the, isn't that kind of interesting? It's poetic. It is poetic. The edge of 17, the edge of midnight. So the question, I guess, is, is this on-brand or off-brand for Stevie Nicks? Stevie Nicks having a big career resurgence thanks to Ocean Spray and TikTok. Uh, she doesn't even own a computer. She hasn't seen any of that, or maybe someone's shown it to her at this point. Uh, is this on-brand or off-brand for Stevie Nicks? Let me play a little bit more. Derek, what do you think? Bigger Stevie Nicks fan than Miley Cyrus? I'd agree with that. Hold on a second. Here's that chorus. Okay, hit me. Yeah, you know, I'm going to say, I think this is, um, I think it's on brand. I I think uh, they were bound to probably do a song together eventually, maybe. You know, I, I feel like they are... They are a pinnacle of the types of music that they do. Um, Miley Cyrus, maybe not as much into the scene as she was at one point when she was releasing a bunch of stuff. But, you know, you talk about um, their stake and the and the cultures of the music that they, they sing. And I don't know, this matchup sounds pretty good uh, for, for the most part. I think it takes two pretty good songs, um, decent songs, and puts them, uh, puts them together. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of like it. Yeah, I think it's good for... I think it'll get... Here's what I think. I think the Miley Cyrus fans will like start start appreciating 
how some of the music has maybe evolved a little bit and they'll go back and listen to some of that Stevie Nicks stuff and maybe Fleetwood Mac will become a little bit more popular or whatever like that. And maybe some of these old folks that really liked Stevie Nicks will be the young folk like my Cyrus. I, I don't know. It's just kind of a take, but I kind of, I think it's a little on brand. You know, I'm going to go with on brand as well. However, uh, I don't really care for the song, to be honest with you. I think it's on brand for Stevie Nicks because the, the Fleetwood Mac catalog, I mean, they're going to be making money off of that for a long time. And they have to find new ways to engage with it other than just re-releasing everything. So it's cool to do right. something new and relevant and to have Miley Ray Cyrus in there. But as I'm listening mm -hmm. to that, I guess what I sort of get off of it is, let me pull that up a little. It's just, it just lacks some of the intensity of Edge of 17. You know, it's like. Now that I'm noticing it, I think I kind of really only like the chorus. Yeah, which is the original chorus. Most of Edge of 17. <laughs> right, yeah. But, but since you're saying you don't like it, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's okay. I'm a, I'll go listen to it by myself. Sure. And maybe work out to it. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Maybe it's a runner. It could be. You don't know that yet. You could end up liking it. Derek. Because you ran your fastest time. I don't know. <laughs> Another successful episode. Thanks so much for joining uh, me, Derek. And thanks to the audience for joining us as well. Really enjoyed doing this with you all. And enjoy your comments as well. Thank you very much. Derek, you know what time it is. It's time for Derek to Hi. give some uh, some useful advice. And, and uh, we've been sure. on for a while, so... Let's get out. Of yeah. Here. How about some parting words real quick? Yeah. I just want to say, I know the election is really drawing people in all kinds of different directions and stuff. I just want to say, seriously, go out and, you know, love people and be really kind to people, no matter where they voted or anything like that. But find find some common ground with some people and learn how to be kind because we're all kind of human, you know. So uh, I'd say, you know, in a little more serious note, whatever happens this week, go out and pursue people in, in a very kind and loving nature. I think that's what's going to make our world the best that it can be and definitely just our country. Our country will be better when more people love each other no matter uh, what kind of views they have. So that's what I think. You heard it here first from Derek uh, Reeves. We're all kind of human. We're all kind of human. Derek, thank you so much. Uh, thank you again. We've got an exciting week next week as well. Another show coming up. Probably be off a little bit as we're going into the holidays. Uh, but love to hear from you guys. Thanks again. Uh, Continue to follow us at dwhiteandco.com. Find us on the Mixcloud page at mixcloud.com slash dwcoradio where you can work and listen with us. Any final plugs for you, Derek? No. <laughs> Guys, have a don't great... Don't follow me. Don't follow Derek. Have a great Friday. We'll see you next week. Thinking about you. Take care of yourself. And remember, we're all kind of human. Preach. Preach.